Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Okay, how's it going, Lance? You know what, Al? It has been a very just even keel week. I have no drama. I don't even have anything. Uh, I didn't have any topics to add today. So you're running the show. I'm running the show. Okay, the purpose of a plan or purpose of a product. Um, let's do an architectural plan because that's our product. Sure. What is the purpose and who's, who's using it? Tell me now. Who's using our plans? Yes. Builders. Yep. Design, uh, other designers, uh, interior, uh, let's see, real estate people, uh, boil it down, boil it way down. Who's actually using our floor plans? We are. No, we're not. (laughs) You tell me then the framer, the framer, right? Maybe, maybe, I don't know. What if, what if the engineer, what if, what if they just look at the engineered plans? Instead of the architectural plans. where um, I'm dead serious. I, there, there's an argument that all of those people use those plans. No, no. I know. I know they do. I'm just trying to boil it down. <laughs> well, why don't you just tell the brass me then? Tacks. Yeah. Uh, just trying to have... <laughs> I'm going to sip my coffee. Okay. The framer. The framer's the, looking at our plans. The framer. And he's the going, concrete guy. Yep. The guy laying the brick. Yep. Um, the foreman. Sure. Right? Like that's the end goal. Right? A lot... Everything you said that's is That's who true. the plans are for. Right? And that's what actually manifests itself into concrete reality, right? So what are they looking at? They're looking at a couple things. You know, the, the, what is actually going to be built, call that walls, doors, windows, siding. And then, okay, you visually see that, but then where is it? So the dimensions, the keynotes, right? And to me, it's two separate things, like where those things are and then what they are, right? So... I I was watching uh, Eric Reinholdt's 30 by 40 design workshop, and I don't know if he prints them like this. So I'm going to show this video to you, and then I'm going to explain it to people while I'm showing it to you. And I okay. wonder if somehow, because this gets to like... Is it, was this his latest one, or is this a different one? This is his latest one. So go check it out, YouTube, uh, 30 it, by 40. Is it, is it, do I have it right? It's titled Architecture Client Presentation? Yep. All right, yep. fantastic. So look at his floor plans. I'm looking at his floor plans. And he's going to zoom in. Now yep, look he's at He's zooming in. So you, I know that you have made complicated floor plans. Yeah. Extremely complicated. So I just had to add on to a project where I had to add some stairs, whatever, to a project that's been going on for years. And I, you know, like the last time I touched it was like four months. Like, man, even if I do a revision cloud, like there's so much stuff. The dimension lines are all the same. There's lines for where the stairs are. Then there's text. Then there's like revision clouds. It's just black on black on black on black on black on black. Oh, okay. All right. It's getting too muddied. It's getting extremely muddy. So I know... It costs a little bit more. I wonder if we could work out like a deal w- with the printers because it immediately jumps, what, twice as much once you go to color? At least. At I, least. I think it's actually triple for the printer that we use. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say, like, we've had suggestions for another printer, right? And say, hey, we're thinking about doing design plans like this where uh, everything that's, you know, architectural, everything that's real is is black and, and normal or normal, but notes and text are, are maybe red or orange or, or something like that. 
and say, hey, we'll switch to you if you charge us the same price or extremely close to, to black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, or just tell our other printer, hey, we're going to switch un- unless you do that because we're only using red. We're so what, using- what we're looking at is uh, there's a set of plans and these panning around and all the walls and anything architectural related furniture is black or has a black line. It could be some dash lines, stuff like that. But then anything that is text related and is calling out something uh, in particular is a red piece of text. Why not blue? Could be blue. Yeah. I know it's so funny. I highlighted, I, I was watching this and I highlighted my text and I went select all because I was going to change them all to red to see what it looked like. And when you select all in Revit, it's blue. I go, oh, kind of looks cool. I know. Too. Yeah. Well, the only reason I, 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 this is a, it's a very, it's an interesting approach. I just think red is a little pretentious. Like it seems like something's wrong when there's the color red, right? That's all. It's got like, it's like a stoplight. That's all. It's just like, whoa, stop. Yeah. You can't go. So blue, but uh, that's an interesting idea. Because we're all about clarity. We're all about that guy down down the line that's seeing them. We're all about representing it, you know, well, differentiating ourselves, like seeing the plans and just going. Well, let me ask you this, yeah. okay? <clears throat> so I just had, uh, I think on Monday or two, yeah, Monday I had, I had a design meeting with a client. And what I've been doing is I just been, I just, I don't print anything off. I just bring my iPad and then I have... It's always, it's, if it's a house, it's always like a couple, right? So mm-hmm. it's, you know, I'm sitting and then I, I insist that I sit in between the couple mm-hmm. and, and then I just let them lead the meeting and, you know, tell me what you guys are thinking, your notes and stuff like that. So there's no reason why we couldn't just start doing this with a PDF. So, oh, so we just, at the end, you could select all an entire project if you wanted to print them black. You know what I mean? Well, what I'm thinking, well, so we have a presentation style view yeah. set up like main like main floor presentation style view for a floor plan right yeah so that view in spe- like could be set up to be uh, the template could be that it's like the settings are the filter or whatever is set up so that's blue text blue dimensions right and then you move into like and then there's you have a construction view and that's just all regular yeah so i don't think you have to do this whole select all thing you could well you could I- i'm only thinking about because I, I don't know about you, but I get out of schematic des- design phase quickly. Um, and then I wouldn't want to like redo text or re- I wouldn't want to redo d- dimensions in two different plans. Again, mm, just So maybe it is just an overriding thing. And yeah, but it, I think we can do that with the filter anyway. We can do it with the filter, but again, you can, you can select all dimensions in project, mm-hmm. switch it from blue to red to black, whatever. Doesn't matter. Super simple. So we could give, why not give it a try? See how it works. Yeah. For a meeting. Yeah. Are you finding that anybody's confused or you just think this is an interesting thing to try? Well, th- this is um, the, the plans that I'm going to send out early next week. It, it's so crazy because I'm changing like three or four things. And other than revision clouds, there's like no way to let them let them know. And like I really want to like ch- what's different. I really want to change it to black or blue and just say, hey, here's the new stuff. And it would just be so, so clear try it in, out. This, in this craziness. Try it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. So cool. But, but my head was, yeah. Red always seems like bad warning sign. Not, pre- not pretentious, but it's just like something wrong here, you know? So maybe blue. I had answer. a professor once sign a piece of paper, like a, some kind of permission slip or something for me in college. And it was, uh, and then he grabbed a red pencil and he goes, Oh, I can't do that. That's pretentious. So now it's been stuck in my head forever. I'm programmed to think if you sign, even though when is I, it who stand- I think I is, it is. Book of source, Rex. Yeah. So <laughs> when I <laughs> when I stamp drawings though, 
Nah, I, I sign them in red. I don't know. I just do it. Well, because aren't you supposed to sign it in a different color? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Some people do normally have Yeah, a but a lot pen. of other characters do blue. So, I don't know. Yeah. Look at me. They're but who eat, has blue pens? Eaton Crow. Not us, apparently. <laughs> apparently <laughs> we don't. Apparently have Maybe nine. we should. Yeah. Yeah, I see blue a lot. Yeah. That's uh, it. Try it out. Let us know. I'm really interested to see it. You try it out. I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they'll care or... I don't know. Because the other thing that I got from uh you know what I'm gonna switch into into this this story. Um went down, had a had a big meeting. Um basically and, and why I wanna reiterate this is that we got building plan comments back three weeks earlier than than what everyone thought. Not me, because I'm just spot on with predictions. Apparently so, this guy, yeah, I'm just is kidding. on a roll lately. <laughs> Actually when they came back I was, I wasn't even thinking about this project. Um and and what we did to do that was I got a hold of the building official and they said, Hey, we can't, we don't know who this will be assigned to. I go, okay, can I just talk to anyone? Um, and they said, yeah, you can talk to this guy. And I said, Hey, can I have comments from a similar project? So he sent me that and he goes, well, actually I have common uh, notes too. And he just sent me that. So I went and answered everything, fixed it all in the drawings and then like responded like they were real notes. Um, and then, and then when we went to submit, I said, hey, Nate, ask for this guy and bring him this notes. So literally like walk in and say, hey, can I talk to this so guy? So let me kind of reiterate re- reiterate back to you just so I can understand what you did, okay? So you said, hey, can I get a common set of notes, basically? Yep. They gave you a common set of things they'd look for. You took it upon yourself to basic, to write all that up and then say, here's where it is. Here's where it is. Here's where it is. Then you told... or Or put it in if I missed it. Fantastic. But either way, you had that accompanying document so that they were already ready. And yep. they go, oh, great, cool. They already kind of uh, did part of my job for, for me. me. <laughs> yep. That's, well, I think it's, I think it's, uh, uh, but, that, that's smart. It's brilliant. And, and, but here's how it works out when they went to the city was because when I got those notes, they're like, we don't know who's going to review it. So I just said, you know, give me anyone. So then once you go and ask for that guy and show him all of his notes that he's useful, he probably thinks like, man, I want to take this project. This is going to be a layup for me, yeah. you know? Um, so the, who, who does, you know, the people at the uh, front desk, who should we sign to? He's like, just give it to me. Like this is that, you know, that's I what, like that. what they're going to say. I like that. So anyways, that went smoothly. And then the second thing we provide takeoffs, material takeoffs, roof takeoffs, stuff like that. Um, first time we are going through through the set, uh, the contractor and and their uh, project manager just had some minor notes, and he and we were just breezing through the stru- um, the schedule sheets. He goes and he stopped. He goes, by the way, these were awesome. Cool, cool. Did you ask him anything about those though? In that, did we put it like? Did, I think we've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure. A note, yeah, that says add your own waste. Like these are exact. Uh, schedules. These are exact takeoffs. You need to account for waste because that's how Revit works. I mean, there's no... Yeah, I remember our note saying something like, do your own takeoffs regardless. These are just to help aid you. I don't remember if mine say add waste or whatever, but I'll... Since we're reissuing it, I'll look into that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, By the way, when Alex says we do that, he does that. I haven't given anybody schedules for a long time. I will help out Brian sometimes. Um, he'll, when he'll just call me and he'll be like, this shape is so weird. We don't know how to figure literally on the like top shelf. It's such a weird shape roof. I go, yeah, just, I'll just tell you the square footage. You yeah. Know, click one click. Yep. And the, the reason I did for this, 
I don't do it for houses. I don't do it for tenant finishes. Right. This is a big one. This is a huge one. And then also with these big developers, like if we can just look like the biggest breeze ever, mm-hmm. like, okay, next 10 years, this is our client. Yeah. So I, I think it was I, for, for, for your, that particular project, spot on. Yeah. Way to, way to go, Al. So another thing I've been working to figure out is healthcare. So Al I loves healthcare insurance. I hate healthcare insurance. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many people are sole proprietors versus work in a small firm that either provides it or doesn't or works in a large firm. But what's crazy is that our firm, until now, a lot of people are turning 26. Uh, some people are older than that. But, but we're, we're looking into options to provide healthcare for, for, for our staff because we love them. Right. And because it's the right thing to do and because we probably should to be competitive. Right. Absolutely. To be That's probably the number one. But that's one of one of the top reasons is we you need to take care of your people. Yeah. And if we don't address this, uh, especially, you know, there's one there's one or two guys that have like routine things they got to go in for. And, and healthcare is a major concern of theirs. Some people some people they are healthy and they just don't even you know, it's like, ah, whatever. I, if I need it all. If I. Uh, yeah, I need it. But I, if I, I don't really need it until I need it. Yeah. Type of thing. So anyways, Lance and I just get our uh, health insurance uh, on two different ways. There's the exchange and then the, the free market. And basically in Colorado, all that is available is uh, like Anthem. Um, Signum. And Signum is, and, but what's weird is that all the plans are called like Signum Connect, Connect and Anthem Pathways. And a lot of the hospitals aren't accepting it. And that's freaking me out because I have a baby um, and the, the children's hospital doesn't accept it. You learned Right? Wasn't that before? Like, right? I'm nodding my head. Yeah, yes. he's nodding his head. Same thing. Like, oh, we don't accept that. We don't accept that. So you're looking for different places to go. Um, and this is so I had a hunch, and it was just a hunch. It was a conspiracy theory. It was literally a conspiracy theory. I was like, Al, that sounds crazy. Can't be true. Sure enough. Yeah. So here was my hunch. My hunch was, huh? I wonder if the individual way, if there's more plans. In the business side, if our business signs up, do we have more options? Is it is there something going on there? So I contact uh, ADP, which if you're starting your own firm, ADP does uh, uh, your payroll and everything like that. There's, I'm sure there's like two or three big ones. ADP is probably the biggest, most well-known. So I said, hey, give me some quote. And then I think I just contacted like Anthem itself and, and give us some quote. So ADP, I got a whole bunch of different plans. The costs were very, very comparable. To what's we're paying on the free market so when we looked four or five years ago remember we didn't pull the trigger because it was way more expensive as a business and less expensive it's flipped it's it's flipped it's basically the same and then i see all these other options and they don't say some you could get pathways you could get connect but you could just get anthem silver anthem, mm-hmm. you know whatever so i go i call the hospitals and i say hey do you guys accept XYZ silver yep. anthem bronze you know they're like as long as it says blue cross blue shield and then and they did and i go okay but you don't accept the pathways they go yeah we don't accept that and that's and what then, you and i had and i asked and they go we don't know why like they don't know why. Oh, so but here's what's crazy so then like i just need to verify for myself that this little conspiracy is true so i'm talking to one of the reps that at adp <coughs> there you go and i go Okay, you know, we're probably going to do a whole business plan and stuff like that. Um, but the difference between a business going and then just a regular person going either on the free market or the exchange, um, it seems like there's only, uh, you know, pathways and stuff like if that. If you're doing personal. 
Yeah, and he also and and he explains like in Colorado, there's two ways to exchange, and you can only get those those two ones that hospitals aren't taking. So literally, it's almost worthless. It's entirely worthless. No, no, it is worthless. Trust yep. me. And he goes, and then there's just the the free market too. And he goes, but those only offer those two kind of things, anyways. Oh, and this is what's crazy to me is that there, um, the free market and the the exchange should have those other options mm-hmm. where the hospitals accept it. Mm-hmm. If they want to charge more money, that's fine. But they don't even offer them, and that's what's crazy. And so, how did you tell me one more time? How did you get to the where they you they offered the ones that the hospitals will take? I said, hey, we're a business. We want to sign up our people for it. Give me uh, options. And then did they, did they, but is that when I'm literally to the specific, is it like Anthem forward slash business? Something like this? No. 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 It's, it's, hey, you can buy all the ones on the exchanges. Plus, now you can buy all the regular ones and you get the full gamut of choices. You just had to tell them? And I said, ADP, tell me what you can offer me. Mm-hmm. Give me a spreadsheet. I could bring it up if you want to do. So the pay- payroll told you this? Yeah, because here's why. Because you get a tax deduction, so it kind of just runs yeah, through. Them. Right, so they had to use our EIN. So basically, our so right? But, but I, you I, have to have, here's, here are the rules. At least two people have to sign up. If you are not using their payroll, four people have to sign up, right? Oh, how interesting. So this, how did you know how to go through ADP for this? Oh. Intuitively. How did, or, or was it not intuitive? So here's what I thought. Um I first thought, okay, I could go directly to Anthem, but then I thought about um, that. Literally, they're it's terrible gonna, to talk to. Well, they are <laughs> terrible, but but I just thought about the process. Like, okay, if F nine is paying for it, it's coming from our account, going directly to them. Who's actually going to do that? I'm not physically going to send it. ADP is going to do it. So I ADP insurance popped up. Here, give us a call. Give them a call. That's incredible. Yeah. Nobody nobody knows about this. Look at you. You're just pulling back the curtain right now. Well, maybe a lot of people. <laughs> Maybe we're the idiots. Could be. Could be. It's possible. Totally possible. But but what's crazy is that why not in the free market and on the exchange isn't there pathways connects and then a whole bunch of more options if you want to pay more. Like why why limit it? I still don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um so yeah. So so our next step with that is, right? I think we're deciding how much the firm can contribute to these to the guys. Um, and then if you already have insurance or whatever way, it's just a cash in lieu. Some people have different circumstances that might not, because how I understand it is that even with ADP, you still have to pick like, okay, you're going with United and you'll get like three plans you can choose from or Anthem. Well, one of our guys has a special condition, so he might just get money. Someone might do it a separate way. He just gets money. Everyone just, okay, F9 will pay X amount. Mm -hmm. And, um, we need at least two people. And I think it's cheaper for one of our guys, one of our older guys, just to go through us with him and his family than to do it. And then he doesn't even need to worry about it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's our next decision. Interesting. Yeah. Well, thanks for heading it up because I, I just did not. Yeah. And <laughs> just to let you know, since this is inside the firm, people are starting to turn. And you know how everything takes a while to kick in? You know, like, and there's all these dumb rules. So as soon as we figure out, we should probably pull the trigger. You know what I mean? I would say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Cool, man. Next segment is Josh Reed's, so we'll bring him in. In my world, most architects are obsessed with designing showcase projects. These kind of projects make the covers of magazines and win design awards. 
While designers think that creating incredible signature projects is exciting and rewarding, I am equally happy that we have built our business on delivering quality background buildings. When a unique signature design is appropriate, we are naturally excited to do that too. However, there are buildings in any city skyline that fill in all the gaps between the flagship, what I think of as look at me buildings. Background buildings are just as important. Many more background buildings will be done than ever will be landmarks. While these projects might get less press, they do meet a real client's needs, and you build a, a track record. The positive track record, even on less visible projects, is what generates leads and repeat business. If you do enough of them, you will be invited to do bigger projects. Al, you know what we do? What? Background houses. A lot of them. <laughs> and then here's the next little paragraph. Thoughtful solutions. Background projects deal with many kinds of constraints. Limited uh, budgets, tight timeframes, local regulations. For us, constraints are a positive influence because they drive us to be to be more creative and more thoughtful. So, why why this kind of popped up to me? We're almost done with Gensler. So Gensler, the most profitable, the biggest architecture firm in the United States, in the world, probably. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, and they do really cool stuff. But I think people think like all they do is kick that's ass. That's all project. they do. I think most I think most people coming out of school think that's what they're going to do. Yep. And here's the thing, if you are the biggest and most profitable, guess what? You're probably doing a lot of background buildings and I know that you're not showing them all on your website and you don't have to because you know who Gary V is Gary Vanderchuck. Yeah. Well, crush wh- it. One of our friends went and worked for a firm out in Seattle, I'm not going to name their name, but they did Costco's. But yes. they also did really cool architecture. Now, did you ever see the Costco's? Nope. Nope. But that's their bread and butter. Yep. And this wasn't Gensler, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it wasn't Gensler. Yep. Um, Gary V, this is a tip for you, all you people starting out. Uh, some entrepreneur was asking him about, I don't even know, what, I think it was photography. And they wanted to do just like yoga photography, something like that, just fitness photography. But they go, I can't, I can't, that isn't enough of my business to just... Uh, take all of my business. So I have to do weddings. I have to do all this other stuff. And he said, hey, that's fine. But you can make an Instagram page dedicated to, hey, yoga photographer, whatever, and just show that. And you don't need to show you taking pictures of high schoolers and all that other stuff. So that's what architecture firms do. You don't you know, put every, every single thing But I think you up. can apply this to, even if you're on an architect listening, I think you can apply this to, to anything, right? Let's say you're just a graphic designer. You're probably not going to be doing Apple's graphic design every single time, right? That's probably like a once in a lifetime. Literally. I don't think they've changed it much. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That it's was Apple. <laughs> pun intended. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're going to be doing, uh, you know, I don't know, Joe Blow lawnmower service, you know, over and over again. Yeah. So, so it... You, you just got to make, you got to, every project is still an opportunity to enhance your skills, enhance your business, uh, and, and get a good foothold foot in what you're doing. And then, and then see those really tight constraints and be able to work with them. I think that's the key. You got it. Okay. Uh, ARE Jeopardy coming up. All right, here we go. We have two questions supplied by Designer Hacks. Designer Hacks, if you're listening, you need to send us more questions. And the <laughs> other two questions are from Lance Psycho. Um, so number one, here we go. We, we have the guys. Uh, we have Ross filling in for Mark. Um, 
I don't know if that means victory or defeat. We'll see. Drama here. Okay. A client wants to restore a 19th century bank building and wants to receive federal tax incentives when doing so. Which of the changes listed below are permitted when following the standards of rehabilitation? A. Demolish and remove a damaged section of retaining wall. B. Sandblasting stone walls and exposed wood joists. C. Adding a contemporary style entrance. D. Replace decorative timber work from the ceilings. E. Preserve sections added after initial construction. Are we? So, the reason why this is a this is a question is because there's standards of rehabilitation, there's standards of reconstruction, there's standards of there's different. You'll you'll read through them. So this might be a guess for you guys. This would be approved for the federal tax incentive. Yeah, approved. Yep. And then um, holy cow! So this is just if anybody knows listening. To, to study this, you would go to Standards for Rehabilitation and it's through the National Park Service. That was a... I shouldn't say that. Anyways, I, I can't say this. I can't... That was... Uh, know that it's through the National Park Services. Oh, okay. That's all. Um, okay. So, uh, what would be approved? So, demolishing and removing a damaged section of the retaining wall. Uh, sandblasting stone w- walls and expose wood joists. I'm on C now. Adding a contemporary style entrance. D, replacing decorative timber works from the ceiling. E, preserving sections added after initial construction. Do, 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 do. You guys got them? Do, 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 do. A, 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 A. The answer is E. Do, 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 do. Because um, I think money, if you're going to give incentives for it, right? If you have to do anything to a retaining wall, probably you have to do it anyways, right? But um, demolishing and removing, if you're re- that might fall in there. But preserving sections uh, added after initial construction. This is a weird question. I'm not going to lie. Preser- have- preserving sections after... Preserving sections added... After initial construction. So meaning like if they had an old addition, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. And, and here's the reason why this is a question is because there's a difference between rehabilitation and remodel or reconstruction, right? And there's different standards for each. And for rehabilitation, there's a note in there that you can rehabilitate things added after initial construction. So if, if something was built in 1890, but then in 1920, they added some Art Deco stuff. That's considered your rehabilitating the historical, you know, thing. Does that make sense? So it's just like an extension of the original. Yeah. Okay. That's how they're treating it. Okay. Question number two. Did anyone? Nobody got that. All right. Big old goose eggs. Uh, During the various steps of programming, such as establishing goals and collecting facts, which factors should be taken into considerations? A, uh, time, cost, quantity parameters. Quality. Quality. Thank you. B. Schedules, climate, and users. C. Function, form, economy, and time. Uh, D. uh, Hierarchy, order, and composition. E. Rhythm, datum, and transformation. So this is programming, uh, establishing goals, and collecting facts. 
during the various steps of programming, such as establishing goals and collecting facts, which factor should we take into consideration? Hmm. Okay. Okay, what do we... You got a guess? C. C. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what did you What did you write down? Just for what? Oh, <laughs> it will state all of the above. We'll give uh, two points here. We'll give you a half point right there. It is. It is C. It is C. I don't even know. Like right now, if I would have got that right, this is. You know, oh, I drooled as soon as you. I just drooled. Okay. These these ones I I made up. Ready. Question number three. You are designing a yoga bar, and the client has Woo! requested that there be a shower provided within the locker room, even though it is not required by code. Does this shower need to be ADA compliant, true or false? Yeah. That's why I knew I'd get you to smile. Because, because it's a, <laughs> per, if, if this person gets it wrong, I'm taking away a point from him. Because okay. he's got two of these. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. What do you got? True, true, true. Yes. That is correct. And we did talk about this in the office, right? It was mentioned to everyone. So there's like two levels of minimum. Yeah. Uh, you know, the minimum is first we got to meet all the plumbing fixtures. And then if a client adds on something, well, then that's their decision to add on something. It still has to be ADA compliant. Now, we could do two showers and only one has to be ADA compliant. Yeah. So if somehow you got that wrong, I was going to take away. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> Number four. A client who has paid you upfront for all of your design services now requested that the contract be canceled. They are requesting that 60% of the funds be returned. What is the best practice? A, offer to take them out for coffee to talk through why they want to cancel the project and try to convince them to give it one more shot. B, cut the check, cancel the contract, and run as fast as you can from these crazy, insane people. C, ask them over email why... They want to cancel the contract, and if there's any way to reconcile the working relationship, E, all of the above. Sorry, D, all of the above. E, none of the above. Do you need those repeated? Wait, time out, time out, time out. I, I have to clarify because this will help the guys. Should they answer what they think is best, or should they answer what did Lance do? And he thinks is best. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is a best practice. This is this is this is a, this is more, it's more of a discussion question. To be completely honest with you, okay, because I, I wanted to bring it up because since I, two people are in a tie, this will maybe be a tiebreaker. Okay, them. yeah. Do you guys have answers? No. Okay, want me to repeat it? Okay, I'm happy to. A client. Okay, do, do question or just the answers? Just the answers. Just the answers. Okay, so they, they want their money back, right? Uh, a. Offer, the, offer to take them out for coffee to talk through why they want to cancel the project and try to convince them to give it one more shot. B, cut the check and cancel the contract and run as fast as you can from these crazy, insane people. C, ask them over email why they want to cancel the contract and if there's any way to reconcile the working relationship. Or D, all of the above. Or E, none of the above. Are we good? Some radio silence there. C, C, and B. And B. Uh, the correct answer is D. All of the above are acceptable, 100%. Uh, I don't think... I don't even know if well, they Yeah, but then you can't ask what is best practice. What is... What is the... Yeah, I can because I, there's the option of D, all of the above. Yeah, what is the best practice? That's why it's a tricky ARE question. Ah. Yeah. Which you can't do both. Which you can't do both. You can't. You, I guess you could ask them. You could. And also take them to coffee if they're almost exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So my point with asking that question more than anything was there's no right or wrong answer. I think it's all subjective and it's up to you as the person who landed the contract to decide based on your previous experience, is it worth even trying to reconcile? Is it not? Are you just done with it? Where are you at financially? There's so many factors that are going to come into play in a decision like that. Because like, what if the economy crashed and it was a huge project and they were still going to move forward with it and you just like needed to go literally beg them? So like, hey, I'm sorry, we'll try it again. Here's just one more shot. You know, everybody deserves a second chance. You never know what kind of wall you're going to be up against. Yep. And then also maybe, maybe you're so busy that you didn't give them the attention that maybe they needed. Yeah. Maybe because, because maybe they were more needy than other clients, but now your firm can, so there could be a different relationship. And you know that instead of being a, uh, a profitable project, it's just going to keep the lights on. So, all right. So are we doing a tiebreaker or a rock, paper, scissors for these guys? I'd say rock, paper, scissors. There we go. <laughs> Best out of one. <laughs> okay. They're doing it on shoot. Gresh wins. Bam. That's where he's picking. Put that up on the board. Pizza hut. Um, Okay. uh, Thanks, Thanks, boys. Okay. That's it. Remember, if you're interested in building a better business, uh, by building a better business, you can build better architecture. Start with Entree Architects uh, free course, which is entrearchitect.com forward slash free course. Uh, the other way you can build a better business and build better architecture is to get Revit. Um, there's two versions of Revit. The full version is 275 per month, right? Um, or the light version is $65 per month. You cannot beat that, at least for a starter. Go ahead and get it. If you need help, go to RevitFurniture.com. There's training there. And that's all I got, Lance. What do you have? If you liked what you heard today, please share the podcast with your friends, your colleagues, anybody who you think we could benefit. Just share the the your, your most favorite episode. Follow us on the Twitter. Join the secret inside the face. Uh, inside, oh, sorry, inside the face. Inside the firm for uh, Facebook group. Yep, on, on Twitter. If you see one of our tweets, uh, retweet it. Share. And it. and we haven't done this for a while. If you well, leave us a review ah. and you haven't leave us left us left us a five star review on iTunes, please do that and then email akg at f9productions.com and he will get you a free PDF ebook of the Creativity Code. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next week.